now. Now. The Crash and Mars Podcast. 1023 Now Radio. Hello, it's the Ginge, and this is the Crash and Mars Podcast for August the 15th. Today on the show, Crash and Mars talk about your favorite cities. Where's that one gem you always love to visit? And maybe that one place you hate. Also, uh, talking ghosts. We want to know if you guys have ever seen anything like, you know, move by itself. You guys always have great ghost stories. You're all full of it. And parallel parking. We find out which sex is the better parallel parker. Ironically, it's the one that's worse at sex. All right, here we go. This is the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. They painted the the studio here. Yeah. And it's, uh, we're all getting used to the new lighting and the new... Well, Ginger rolls in, he's like, you guys change something? <laughs> <laughs> it feels a little different in here. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't, but it's not like blatantly obvious, you know? I know? It's not like they changed the color scheme of the station, it's just like a little... Yeah, they, well, they painted all the walls the same color. Yeah. Yeah. And this morning I was working on perfecting the lighting. Yes, Crash has been climbing I was around. Lighting the wall. I'm chatting with Engineer Shani right now. He's like, what do you think of the paint? I'm like, I don't mind the paint. It looks good. I decided to adjust some lighting. Yeah. You might want to keep adjusting. <laughs> is it like, still weird I don't think you're you? quite there. Yeah, it's still weird. It is a little weird. Right. I don't know. Maybe it's the, I don't know if it's the light position or the paint's too clean. That's probably the problem. It's too clean. This studio yeah. is usually a garbage dump. Well, yeah. So now it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, Shani's like, we probably should have did this a lot sooner. Obviously, when they took everything off the walls, they're like, Aww. ew. Yeah, <laughs> Let's just move. <laughs> we got insurance on yeah. this building, right? Burn it down. I agree. She just got Breaking a brand news, new place. Breaking news, radio is on fire. That's right. <laughs> All righty. Uh, let's get to some news here. There's a couple of things going on. First of all, how was everyone's weekend? Did you check out the Fringe? Yeah, I know Ginge had an awesome weekend. We're going to talk about that later. I know and Crash and I are a little jealous. <laughs> you should be. <laughs> Partying it up in Toronto. Loving it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I bet you are. Well, the RCMP is seeking uh, the public's help right now in an investigation with a two-vehicle collision. So listen up. This happened on Highway 16 on Saturday at around 3.30 in the morning. Police say a Chevrolet Blazer was heading east in the westbound lane when it collided head-on against a semi-truck. Now, the 25-year-old driver of the Chevrolet was airlifted by Stars to Hospital after suffering some significant injuries. Now, anyone with any information is being asked to contact uh, Stony Plain and Enoch RCMP. Mm. If you want to remain anonymous... They want you to do that as well. Uh, there is a 1-800 number, or you can call Crime Stoppers. Uh, right now, though, they're just trying to piece together what on earth happened. So anyone with any information, uh, if you drove by, if you saw anything, is being asked right now to contact police. All right, this is a crazy story. A 52-year-old Edmonton man was killed Saturday afternoon during a skydiving competition. RCMP were called out to the Edmonton Skydiving Center at the Westlock Airport on Saturday. Police say that the man failed to land properly from a high-performance skydiving technique. What does that so, mean, land properly? Maybe, I'm guessing you probably came in too quick. Because it wasn't a parachute issue? Well, they're not, they're not, they're just saying he failed to land properly. <sighs> so, if that... To me, that means shoot. Your parachute. Oh, you think? Oh. I don't know. Because we had a buddy that was big into this, and his instructor, who's been skydiving for years, landed wrong, and he was paralyzed. Yeah, he's in a wheelchair like, now. I'm done. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, Jay was really big. Yeah, he was hardcore. He used to, like, he was trying to get as many jumps as he could under his belt. I think when Jay, like, retired from skydiving, he had over 400 jumps. Yeah. Yeah. And then his instructor became paralyzed. He's like, okay, I'm done. And he never got back on the plane again. That's a good number, like 400 incident freeze. Yeah. While you're on top. Yeah. I I wouldn't even do one. He is a bit of an overachiever. We kind of hate him. But yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was hoping something would go wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the police say that the man's family has been notified. They're not releasing any names on this, though, but just a sad story. Mm. You know, 52. I've never skydived. You've never. No, I don't intend on ever doing it. Yeah, I went once, yeah. You did like the tandem thing? Yeah. You strapped on, you don't have to do I'd a single to do thing? Anything, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, Just that's breathe. Good. It's the lazy man's guy. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, off to Surrey, British Columbia, we go for this next story here. And this is, uh, I think this is just someone who had a bad sense of humor. Do you remember Robert Picton, mm-hmm. uh, the serial killer, of course, who is now serving a life sentence at the Kent Institution in the Fraser Valley? He is convicted of killing six women after the remains or DNA of 33 women were found on his Port Coquitlam farm. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess uh, uh, at a bar in Surrey, Women are not very happy after they named a beverage the Willie Picton. No. Why would they do that? I Why don't would know. a bar ever want to latch on to that? I don't know. What? It's a cocktail that they were marketing towards women. Jeez. It was a drink made of blue caraco, blackberry, melon, orange juice, and cranberry. It was on the menu of a bar called Wings in Surrey. Uh, apparently, a bunch of women came in for some wings, mm-hmm. saw that, and went to the manager and was like, are you kidding? Yeah. Was it just put on the menu, or this has been on the menu for a bit? Well, I think and it's a shame. nobody complained up till this point. Like, the restaurant has 11 locations in British Columbia, Jeez. and I think it was on every menu. Really? And it's just coming out now? Yeah. Wow. Well, I think it just hit the menu. Oh, okay. Uh, if you go to that, if you go there now, this is their nice fall menu. Yeah, <laughs> the Willie Picton. Uh, the drink no longer appears on the menu at the Wings in Surrey, mm-hmm. uh, but a lot of people are saying they're not going back after seeing that. Is is that like a like a sick joke that like the people at like Wings the Up Yarps didn't like realize that that was That's, a guy? I'm wondering. I don't. know. And like know. some guy thought he was funny and snuck it onto the menu of their whole. Chain. Or like they didn't realize the severity of yeah. the I think when you're crime. putting stuff on the menu, multiple people look at it, no? It's not just one person. So someone should have picked up on it. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, you're not going to the bar and like, well, I'll have the Jeffrey Dahmer, please. Yeah, no, no, like, no. no, no. One's, you're no. not ordering that. No, no. <laughs> Although, you know what? I'm just sitting here thinking about it. No. I think, no, hang on. <laughs> just bear with me. No. I think I've seen a Charles Manson. Whether, I think I've seen a sandwich. Who's going to eat the Charles Manson? Well, I didn't order it, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've seen a Charles I Manson the on Charles a menu. Charles Manson with a side of Carla Homolka? Yeah. Oh. Thanks. Oh, oh, boy. That's a meal. <laughs> No, 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 no. There's like, there's more Charles Manson. Not that that's okay, but there's been some time. You think that's why it was on the menu? I'm pretty sure I've seen that. Was it a sandwich or like a shot? I don't know now. Now I, my memory isn't like working. A shot that's just gonna destroy your insides. Was there like a? Is there a better one? 
Well, I no, guess I don't together. think there is. Is like his Charles Manson knives? Is like is that? Like <laughs> a- <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. what's the best thing to st- stick his name on? I have no idea, but I'm pretty sure I've seen something like a Charles Manson. Hmm. Like whether it was a drink or a sandwich, I'm not. I don't remember. Pretty much none of those are acceptable. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think not- we can all agree on that. Well, uh, the Willie Picton has been removed. Yeah. From the bar's menu out in Surrey. All right, the Ontario Provincial Police, or the OPP, are looking for some suspects after $1.5 million of antlers were stolen from a taxidermy shop. Antlers? Antlers. They're worth that much? I had no idea. That would be why we had that caller the other day that saw the deer head in a parking lot. Oh, yeah, and she debate, wanted to yeah, take she it. wanted to take it for the antlers. Hmm. Apparently, they stole moose, elk, and stag antlers hmm. worth $1.5 million. I wonder how many antlers you need to tally up that much. Yeah. I'm guessing boatloads. 69. Anyone? Excuse me? 69. That's it? I pictured like a semi-trailer so load. Hmm. They had 69 sets of hmm. moose, elk, and stag. Wow. And apparently, those are valued at $1.5 million. Hmm. I I've never purchased antlers. I'm guessing these are like just giant, giant, ones. giant taxidermy heads or something. Yeah. Let's see one. Point. Yeah, one point five million dollars. If uh, we have any hunters listening, and you love antlers, is that what you do when you hunt? You get the antler. Well, you get the meat. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do, then, do you take the antlers too? Well, yeah, you take the antlers. You probably take the head if you're like a big time hunter and you get it mounted and put it above uh, yeah, your headboard in your bedroom. If 69 sets of antlers, nice by the way, <laughs> are worth uh, $1.5 million, that's each set is on average of $21,500 hmm. for a set of antlers. That those, can't be right. Those have to be premium then. Well, Although what, I don't know what, what's antler? a $20,000 antler look like. Just Google that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, they, people are saying that it's not just the antler alone, that it's the mounting cost in it as well. Because oh, to have it like taxidermied and then mounted. Oh, it's the full deal. Yeah, it's Because the, they were already done up. Because they were probably, yeah, so yeah. I'm, they're guessing that it was like the full head mm-hmm. that was taken and... Uh, yeah, everything's done? Yeah, everything's yeah. done, yeah. Uh, we may have a hunter. Good okay. morning, Now Radio. Good morning. Hey, Hi. How you doing today? Not bad. You guys talking about the elk antlers? Yeah. Yeah. Does this sound legit or what? Very expensive stuff. Yeah. And it is a lot of natural. It's used for a lot of ground up antlers in a powder form. It's used for a lot of um, natural remedies. It can cure a lot. Oh. Oh. So you don't think it's like the mounting of the head? You think the antlers being used for like almost like a medicine? Well, one of my friends, um, he owned an elk farm just north of Red Deer. Yeah. And he used to make a killing, like a killing off uh, the ground up elk horn. Hmm. I had no idea. Anything else, I don't know what's going on. Like, is somebody going out to a bush party and everybody's wearing antlers? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's a weird party. World's most expensive. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks for the info, man. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, have a good one. Yeah, you, yeah too. you too. Bye-bye. I mean, that's a possibility. People are saying they're calling BS on the $1.5 million. That's a lot. Yeah, it says both of my white-tailed deer heads were 800 bucks a piece to get done. Yeah, I didn't think they were like 20000 Otherwise, people wouldn't be getting it done, right? Right. Yeah. Because that's a lot of cash. Well, C Squared says, I'm not sure what you guys are so shocked about. I've seen my fair share of racks that are worth twenty grand. Wow, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I was waiting for the boob joke to come in, actually. I was waiting for it. Alrighty, uh, this is, I guess, an interesting story when it comes to creative ways to steal. Have you ever seen someone, like, invent something? You do this all the time, Crash, mm. and then you're like, oh, why didn't I think about that? Yep. Right? Uh, well, this dude is named Darius Williams. He's 22 years old, and he's got game when it comes to being a beer thief. Instead of being, you know, dangerous and trying to shove beers up his shirt or trying to shove cases down his pants, yeah. he dressed up and disguised himself as a beer delivery guy, <sighs> went in with like a wheelie cart, yeah. loaded up the beer, hmm. and walked it right out the front door. Do you think people would know if a beer delivery is coming, though? No? Well, no? apparently uh, he knew that some of the older beer had to be taken out of the store. Yeah. So he said he was bringing the new beer in. Oh, and then he's like squealing across the parking lot. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> a couple flats of booze. Apparently he's been doing this all over the states. He dresses like a delivery driver for beer and soda companies. Mm -hmm. Then he visits grocery stores. Now the place that he's been hitting up the most is Alabama. Hmm. But instead of restocking the shelves, he puts the store's beer on his cart and then wheels out the cases of brew. I guess at a place like Walmart... Nobody's really right? paying attention. They're like, whatever, someone's stocking the shelf. Less work for me. Less work for me to do, yeah. and I'll, I'll just wheel the old stuff out, and away you go. Yeah. Literally, you could probably take your wheeler and go through all the back doors. Yes. He has not been busted yet. <sighs> and people right now are calling him the real man of genius. <laughs> <laughs> he looks legit. He does yeah. look legit. You know what? I wouldn't stop him. Holy crap, he's got a lot of booze on that... On, that, uh, on the cart? cart. Yeah. <laughs> he could he do... Literally probably two, four, six, eight. There's probably like 50 cases yeah. on there. He could do that with anything. Like you could put on like a... Uh, like TVs? Could, yeah, get like a little Samsung sticker these, on your shirt. These TVs have expired. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> I'm bringing in some fresh ones. <laughs> Give me a second here. Alrighty, off to South Carolina, Myrtle Beach we go for this next story. We're America. That's right. 23-year-old Katie and 32-year-old Kyla were drinking at a friend's apartment when they wanted to use the pool. But the 20-year-old girls didn't have bathing suits. Uh oh, uh -oh. No. <laughs> So they decided to do some late-night skinny dipping. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, they were drunk and loud, so someone called the cops, and the cops spotted them. Uh, so they went into the pool area and asked the girls who were completely nude and highly intoxicated... You know, to remove yourself from the pool. Yeah. They found the girls' towels so that there was no yeah. funny business going on. Uh, they were not planning on arresting the girls, but the girls did end up getting arrested. Why? Because after they got out of the pool, they tried to run. Mm -hmm. The cops said, ladies, just hold on a second. We need to make sure you're going to be okay. And Katie turned around and mule kicked one of the cops in the groin. What? Oh. Why? I have no idea. He was giving them a chance. Both were arrested for indecent exposure, and Katie is now facing charges for assaulting a police officer. Wow. They were loaded? Yeah. They were yeah. loaded. <laughs> you don't mule kick. I'm guessing a mule kick is a kickback. Yeah like, a, yeah, like a mule. Yeah, yeah like you yeah. kind of like... Donkeys don't kick forward. No, they don't. <laughs> so they would be like... Yeah, just and then they kick it back. Oof. Yeah, that cop took it. Gotta watch out for drunk 20-year-old girls. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, you do indeed. All right. Uh, Eric Trump, the son of the next president of, of the United States, mm -hmm. shared a note of appreciation he received from a first officer on a flight. Now, this note, for whatever reason, is making its way on the Internet. Why? Uh, it's not because of what the note says. 
It's because of the toddler writing the pilot is being accused of. The note says, Mr. Eric Trump, the captain and I are huge supporters of the Trump campaign. We would like to say we were impressed with your speech at the RNC and are hopeful for a Trump victory. What? First Officer Jay, have a look at that handwriting and let me know if you think that's the handwriting of a child. You have the note there? I do. Yeah. Let's have a look. I actually didn't think it was that bad. Because people don't write anymore. Well, it does look like a kid wrote it. Does that it, look like a kid wrote that's it? That's probably what my writing would look like. Because I have the worst writing. Yeah, you, you do. Yeah. <laughs> you know how there's like adult writing and then there's kid writing? Yeah. Does that look like kid writing? I initially get all fancy with my writing. It looks good. And then, like, two sentences in, I'm bored, and it just, it's like doctor writing. And then it trails Only off? Only I can transcribe it. Right. So how many sentences can you write? Two tops. Two. Okay. And then it looks like garbage. <laughs> you just want to get it done. You're like, oh, right? yeah, I'm like, oh my God, this takes forever. The whole note sort of reads like a toddler. It does. Not even, like, how it looks, but just the, the way he signed his name at the bottom. Yes. Although when I bust out my checkbook and I start writing checks, I can't write checks either. It looks terrible. Even just, like, the one line you do have to Yeah. See, I write a lot. Yeah. Like, I write... Yeah, you're writing write, in the book all the time. Yeah, you have I write, great penmanship. Thank you. I yeah. write all day long. You've lo- you've never lost your uh, pen skills. Your this writing is, like, skills. To me, this is scribble. Well, that is nice. Is it? To me, it's scribbly. In high school, like, did you take your time? Were you one of those girls? Yeah. Very particular on your... Oh, yeah. Your notes? Like, look at yeah. this garbage. What the hell is that, <laughs> Crash? That's, that's my sh- penmanship. Did you have a stroke mid <laughs> Yeah, what is that? I don't know. Is that your show book? This is the show book. Yeah, yeah yours is all nice and laid out properly. Look at mine. That's what our show looks like Yeah, in this your is eyes? our show in my eyes. Oh, my it's God. It's a disaster. It's, there's, like, some arrows. There's a smiley face. <laughs> Were you writing left-handed, like, as a lark? <laughs> yeah. You guys writing with my toe Let's on see this see that one. again. What is that? Yeah. Okay, there's lots of arrows. There's scribbles. There's yeah. a cloud. Did you draw a picture of a cloud during the show? Yeah, it was a little sad. <laughs> it, it looks like the inside of a cave, like 600 <laughs> B.C. <Yeah. laughs> Is that like a hieroglyph? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Let me see that again. Yeah. Oh, this is uh, this is a, on a good day. Me? What you played with a highlighter? Yeah, yeah, in yeah the there's some <laughs> <laughs> That was point, an important point. At one point during the show, Trash tried coloring. <laughs> 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 That's the only oh. color I had in the studio here. It was the fluorescent yeah. yellow? Like I don't even know what this says. Jeez, like my like I'm all organized here. Move, I thought full boo. I don't even know what that says. <laughs> Moo, foe, boo. That sums up the question <laughs> right there. Alrighty, in sports, it was a scary moment for Ryan Lochte and three other American swimmers who were robbed at gunpoint uh, late Saturday night, early Sunday morning by thieves that were posing as police officers. They stopped the taxi that the swimmers were in, uh, took their money and their belongings. Apparently, they told the swimmers to lay down on the ground. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Lochte, who isn't known for being the smartest man in the world, said no. Yeah. He then said that they like cocked the gun back and put it to his forehead and said, you better lay down on the ground, dude. And he's and like, whatever. At that point, I'm sure he did, right? When he, the gun's yeah. at his head. Well, I, he still said whatever and then like got on the ground. Wow, buddy. Yeah, I yeah, know. he's not the smartest. No, Lochte isn't the smartest. Yeah. Uh, what was really weird about this, though, is there was a while, of, uh, I think it was yesterday, mm-hmm. where the Olympic Committee was denying that this yeah. happened. Did well, they don't. That? They don't want any bad press. 
Because it was Lochte's mom yeah. who was like, oh, yeah, my son got robbed. Mm-hmm. And the Olympic Committee was like, no. Misunderstanding. That was an autograph seeker. No, no, no. Yeah, and <laughs> Times then, are wonderful in Rio. And then it just, they started to, I guess, back down off of trying to cover it up. And they're like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Lochte and these other three guys well, were. Well, he did that interview with NBC, so it kind of came out. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. He's like, yeah, they put a gun in my head, whatever. That's what he said. That's his quote. Whatever. Lochte upset. <laughs> Lochte scared. <laughs> <laughs> But nonetheless, everyone's okay. Michael Phelps was not with uh, the other guys going out for a party because he was at home with family that's staying with him in uh, Rio. Uh, It was a really good men's race yesterday as well. The 100-meter dash landed Canada on the podium, and Usain Bolt in the history books, which was pretty cool. Uh, Bolt trailed for most of the race, and then in the final 50 meters, he's like, see you later, bitches, and off he went. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, he won his third straight Olympic 100-meter title. That is something no one has ever done in Olympic history. And, of course, Canadian Andre de Grasse set a personal best in the semifinal to advance to the final. Then he bested that personal best and took the bronze medal, which is pretty cool. Andre is the first dude to land a medal at these Olympics. Nice. Canadian yeah. women have won the first 12 medals of the game. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, there you go. All right, it's going to be an all right day today. Oh, sunny, hot, humidex making it feel like 29 degrees out. <laughs> the actual temperature, though, is going to be 27. It is 620, and we're at 15 degrees. Good morning. <laughs> We have to talk about Ginger's like crazy weekend because uh, by the sounds of it, you know, like one of the most interesting weekends out of all of us. Tearing tearing up the states, tearing up Toronto. Yeah, what what did (laughs) you do? Start off in Vegas. Wow. For uh, (laughs) big three days. Yeah, geez. Uh, Rach got me for our uh, for our wedding anniversary trip out to Toronto. To watch the Blue Jays all weekend, mm-hmm. which I'd never been before. I'm like this giant Blue Jays fan. I've never been to a Jays game, never been to Toronto. And it was, I sort of want, I was really excited to see the Blue Jays. Yeah. Uh, and I sort of wanted to dislike Toronto. Because, you, you like, know, yeah. Because yeah, they come out here and like, yeah, Toronto's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Smoke, yeah. And so I wanted to hate it. Like, oh, this is a dump, you know? But yeah. it's like, it's really nice. James, <laughs> <laughs> they got yeah. to you. Yeah. They got to they you. Got to you. It's really nice. You yeah. see the big CN Tower and now they got I you. I know. There's like a lot going on and it's like alive and there's you know, festivals and uh, six million people and everyone's having like a party. And surprisingly like clean for a big city. Like it was... I haven't been. Your buddy honestly just took you on the clean streets, Maybe, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was nicer than I expected. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just went to the Jays game, which is at the Rogers Center, the old like Skydome. And it's an older stadium, but like I don't know, like eighty, eighty nine around mm-hmm. there. Not mu- that much younger than like Rexall. Yeah, uh, and I know they're different. Like one's a football stadium, <laughs> one's a hockey arena. But like, there's like room in there, room to walk around and go to the bathroom. Oh, like, it's, is it? It's bigger than yeah, what we have. Yeah, and like, yeah. like Commonwealth too. Like, I don't understand when they built like Commonwealth and Rexall. Like in nineteen seventy eight, did people not need to pee or or drink beer? Well, no, nah. I think we were smaller. Were we like, you know... I think people in general, though, back then, we were smaller. Right? And we, and we were there for the game. And, yeah. <laughs> you didn't leave your seat. Yeah. yeah. I just couldn't believe, like, every time I got I'm like, hey, I'm not, like, running into anyone. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. ass fits in the yeah. seat. <laughs> 
this not is like a, a city built for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, that's awesome. But you had fun? You went to the Jays game? Yeah. And, yeah. Did you meet up with the boss? Because the boss was yeah, there, too. Yeah, our boss was there, too. I know he was. Did, did you see him? Did no. Rach buy him a package, too? No. <laughs> I was so mad when I found out he was going that Sunday. I'm like, oh, really? he's going to want to hang out. And oh, yeah. You, you didn't that, hang out with him? I see that jerk every weekend in Alberta. No, 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 no. Wow. Well, I thought you guys would have hooked up. No, no, no. Mm. no. last thing. And this was a fun vacation. Yeah. <laughs> I need him wrecking all of it. Okay. <laughs> um, when it comes to Toronto, yeah. would you move there? <gasps> uh, like a big job offer comes in for Ginge in Toronto. Uh, single, uh, childless Ginge would. Mm. But I also thought about that when we were down there. Everywhere, everything we did, I imagined like dragging like three kids to him. Like, no, no. Like three kids on the subway. Like three kids over here. Three oh, kids yeah. over there. It'd be brutal. It'd be terrible. Yeah. It's not a city for families. No. 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 So for single people who, uh. That's why everyone with families lives in the burbs. Yeah. yeah. Around Toronto. Burbs. That's it too. I'd have to do that and then like commute like four hours into the city. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. You'd have to live downtown. You gotta be single. And it's a fly-in, party, and get out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not a living kind of town. Okay, all right. That sounds good. I thought this would be fun then, because mm. we all live in Edmonton, and, you know, we've got our gripes about this city, but we also love this city. Mm-hmm. And this city is changing, and it's changing fast. If you haven't been downtown recently, go check it out, because it's pretty cool. But, okay, Ginge fell in love with Toronto, <laughs> because he said it was clean and fun. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know from you guys, outside of Edmonton, what is your favorite city? Have you been there? Mm. And why is it so awesome in Canada? Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Okay, this is fun. Ginge went to, to Toronto over the weekend uh, to see some Jays games. It was a gift that he got uh, from Rachel. I want to know from you guys. And he loved Toronto, by the way. He thought the city was like super cool. In mad love. You're, yeah. Mad love. You're a traitor. I call it the six. <laughs> No, you don't. Yeah, you're not Drake. Yeah. You're no. not Drake. That's what we call it when we're there. No, you, no, don't. you don't. Like no. you guys refer to it as that. Did you get that tattoo as well? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we want to know from you guys, what city in Canada, let's do them both, uh, besides Edmonton, because we, you know, we live, work, and play here. We love the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, but besides Edmonton, what city do you love and what city do you hate? Yeah. Like, what part of Canada have you been to and you've been like, this is garbage? I know I've got one that really left a bad taste in my mouth. I'm throwing down Peterborough. Sorry, guys. Peterborough is just garbage. I've never been to Peterborough. It's so depressing Is it depressing? Yeah, it's very depressing. There's just nothing going on. Yeah. Um, And then everyone talks about the big, like... Uh, river elevator that they have it's not impressive (laughs) (laughs) it's a dirty river elevator (laughs) in other words who cares about your river elevator yeah Yeah. okay there's some nice trees and stuff around it it's old but that's about it it. for me it was um sault marie Mm. oh yeah that's bad I wasn't there very long, but the people there were just mm-hmm. mean. Yeah. You remember that? We got yeah, yelled at. Yeah, by city workers. <laughs> yeah, but the, the city workers were screaming Even at us. city workers don't like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this text here says, hey guys, Montreal was the best city. I partied in Montreal. It was fun. A it's great, a gorgeous city. It is. Yeah. Great European feel. The food is wonderful. Lots to explore. The merging of two cultures, English and French, is only an issue if you don't respect the differences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I noticed a lot of people texting in Halifax. Uh, we've lived there. Halifax, gorgeous city. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I really lots, liked it, too. Lots to do, but at night, it's just sketchy. Yeah, I, maybe the times have changed. We haven't been in Halifax in a long time. What? Oh, what yeah, that was like night? 14, 
15 years ago? Yeah, I think maybe. I don't know. It was just. Um, vampires? Like, what happens when the sun goes down? It's just violent. Yeah, it's very violent. Oh, vampires. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It just felt violent. Yeah. Uh, Claudio on the south side says Winnipeg. Sorry, Crash. I can't stand it. Oh, well, I'm okay. I'm not offended by this. Don't worry. Yeah, no, you won't <laughs> offend anybody. Now, the one here says Yellowknife. I'm 18 years old. I went to work there a couple of weeks ago, and wow, that was depressing. Mm-hmm. I am never going back to Yellowknife. What's wrong with the knife? I've been to the knife. And? I wouldn't go back. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now Radio. This is fun. I like seeing where you guys have traveled. We're talking mm-hmm. about the places in Canada, one that you love the most, and the one place that you're like, I don't think I'll ever go back there. You don't want to drive through there. Ever again. Ginge was in Toronto all weekend for three days, and he said it was awesome. Mm. He said he just absolutely loved it. Uh, Kevin, how you doing, man? Good, good. Excellent. Excellent. All right, so uh, the cities that you've been to in Canada, what's your uh, best and worst? Uh, Smithers, B.C. and Winnipeg were my favorite. Yeah. And the worst, probably, I don't know, Red Deer. Red Deer? <laughs> uh, Smithers, B.C.? Why do you love Smithers, B.C.? It's a small town up, uh, it's actually central BC, and it's it's small, but it's, it's so nice. I bet you okay. it is gorgeous. Never been. Yeah. Yeah. And you love Winnipeg? Why do you love Winnipeg? Um, uh, just for the people. Oh, for the yeah. people. Yeah, Winnipegers okay. are friendly. Yeah. That's why it's uh, on the license plate. Yeah, you did get yelled at in that Friendly Manitoba. Though. Oh, I did. Yeah. And then I yelled back. <laughs> yeah. But it was just friendly fighting. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Okay, thanks for that, Kev. Thanks, Kev. Thank you. Bye-bye. Why were you so shocked with Winnipeg? Because everybody's texting and saying that. Winnipeg! Yeah. <laughs> Everybody is texting and saying Winnipeg's the worst. Yeah. Nobody wants to hurt your feelings. They're just oh, saying don't, it's the worst. Don't worry about hurting my feelings. Uh, Chris in the West End says, Good morning, guys. I passed through Saskatoon on my way to Winnipeg, and my God, it was the worst. Mm. Saskatoon. Yeah. We saw one guy make a scene in a McDonald's because the men's bathroom was closed. Then right after leaving the McDonald's, we saw two cars in the parking lot playing chicken, nearly ramming into one another, driving in reverse and chasing each other. What? It completely sullied the city for us. Yeah, that's what happened in Sault Ste. Marie for me. Mm. I had two bad experiences. Some guy, I, he had his private parts out. Yeah, that was sketchy. And then another... Like, you just watch him, like, doing his business. Yeah, and then some city employees Mm -hmm. uh, screamed at me. I kind of agree with the Saskatoon one, too, by the way. Because I almost got into a fight there. Oh, yeah, you did. That guy tried to fight you on the street. Yeah. Saskatoon's a weird spot. Right? Uh, This one here says, Hamilton, Ontario is the worst. Downtown is super sketchy. They warn you not to go downtown when you're there. Really? I've never been to Hamilton. No. What's so bad about it? It's just Sketchville? I guess it's just Sketchville. And then this text here uh, says, Slave Lake is the worst. Haven't they been through enough? It's redneck (laughs) snobby. That's what this person said. Redneck snobby? Redneck snobby. If you don't drive a pickup, hunt, or quad, then they look down on you. Really? Hmm. So that's just the hardcore culture there. That's... It's like Duck Dynasty. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and that person's like, nope. <laughs> call, call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Uh, we're talking about what uh, spots in Canada is your favorite and what is your least favorite outside of this city. Mm-hmm. So you can't say you can't say you love this city, you can't say you hate this city. There are tons of gorgeous places in Canada. 
Uh, Kate out in Pigeon Lake says, I have to be, I'm astounded that nobody has said Vancouver's the best city in Canada. I love it there. The West End is amazing and so much fun. Mm-hmm. Just like any city, it has its issues, uh, but that's just personally uh, from like you and who you are and if you can fit in. I thought for sure we'd have a whole slew of Vancouver. We didn't. It's about 50-50. More Victoria than Vancouver. Yeah. Like a lot more, more people the saying. islands and stuff. Yeah. Uh, this text here says, sorry guys, I know people love Kelowna, but I think it's a dump. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Kelowna either. Yeah, when you were there, you, you didn't really I've been I've been to Kelowna it. a couple times. Eh. Yeah. It's really overhyped. Uh, Hamilton is coming in quite a bit as a place that people really don't like. Yeah. Uh, this text here says, the best city I've been to. It's a toss-up between Prince Rupert, B.C. Mm-hmm. and St. John's, Newfoundland. Both are gorgeous. Uh, and that's uh, and that's the end of that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe so. <laughs> uh, Kitchener, Waterloo. Eh, thumbs down. Uh, I haven't been. You've never been there? No, I've yeah. never been. You're not missing out. No, not much going on. No, no. Another one here says, I'm a huge fan of the East Coast. Uh, Moncton is a pretty cool place with the friendliest people. In, uh, that's, of course, in New Brunswick. Mm-hmm. Invermere, BC, gorgeous. Yeah. The rudest people, in my opinion, Montreal. Hmm. I had a lot of fun in Montreal. Uh, you lived in Fredericton. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't move back, <laughs> but it was an interesting experience. By interesting, is that a good way of putting yeah, it? Yeah, you know, like I didn't, I didn't hate it. It wasn't, you know, one of the worst places, but yeah. I, I wouldn't, you know, it was, uh, it was a good experience. Yeah, I'll leave it, leave it at that. Uh, we'll go to uh, line four here. How you doing today? Great guys. Excellent. All right. Yes. So, uh, worst on. and greatest place in Canada? Uh, Tobermory, Ontario. One of the best places I've ever been. Where? What is it again? Sorry? Tobermory. Never been. What makes it so great? Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful water. Island you can go across on a glass bottom boat. See all the old shipwrecks that are in the lake there. Oh, yeah, oh that's look at cool. That. Oh, yeah, the water very, there very is. Cool. Just, just amazing. Yeah, look just at the amazing. water there. That's gorgeous. It, it, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, caves and uh, cliffs. Yeah. Diving the whole nine yards. Yeah. It's Sweet. National parks and. Camping and I've yeah. never heard of that place, Tobermory. Beautiful, huh. totally yeah. amazing. They had a ferry you could go across the lake, kind of get you across yeah. uh, out west faster than having to actually drive around the lake there. But oh, that's wild. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what's the uh, worst one that you've been to? Um, I don't know, Sarnia. So, <laughs> <laughs> huh. no, I actually I saw Sarnia come I mean, up a couple you? times. Yeah. yeah, I can't really. I'm not a hater. Every place has a good thing, so you there know. There you go. All right, okay. Thanks so much for that, you man. Bet you guys have a good day. Yeah, you, you too. too take you care. Too. Take care. Snap, Crash, and Mars. Search Crash and Mars on Snapchat. Join the conversation now. Radio. All right. Here's a few things that are going on. Uh, first of all, it was a, a scary moment for a family out in Airdrie over the weekend. Police were called and paramedics at around 4.30 on Saturday after reports a toddler fell out of a second floor window. Uh, when crews arrived, they did find an injured toddler. The child was taken to hospital. The good news is, is the child's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Non-life-threatening injuries. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, they weren't necessarily sharing a lot of details regarding the particular incident, but that has prompted uh, you know, EMS to give some warnings and reminding parents and caregivers about key safety tips. Mm -hmm. So in other words, they're saying move your furniture, such as cribs, beds, stools, change tables away from windows Hmm. because they'll climb them. And they say this as well, never underestimate a child's ability to climb. Now, Ginge, you've got a bunch of monkeys. Are they climbing around everywhere? 
Uh, yeah, they will. You They'll can't climb. trust them. Do you no. put their beds by windows? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no. <laughs> and we don't even you know, check it. The safest way, their bedrooms don't have windows. That's the move. Oh, no, no, uh, that's no, the move. no. Just okay. keep them all in the basement down yeah, there. There you go. It's a dungeon. Uh, they also want to remind parents as well that screens are designed to keep the bugs out, not children in. And the simple act of even leaning on a screen will often cause it to pop out. Oh, yeah. You could pop a screen out, no problem. Uh, and it has to for safety reasons in case of a fire. Yeah. You have to be able to. So you can't put bars on the windows. No, either, you, guys. yeah, that's <laughs> Sorry. right. So just, uh, just watch out for that all right this is good news our, our city is there's a lot going on especially with the development mm-hmm. my god ging just found out about the denzian downtown you guys don't tell me anything <laughs> he's like guys something cool about toronto they have this video game bar <laughs> we're like yes ging how cool is toronto he's like no 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 it has all the old retro ones we're like yeah, yeah. the denzian downtown been here for years i freaking know this why did you use the- <laughs> Known each other for years. You've never went out to Denzian. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is interesting uh, for folks on White Avenue. You you guys know where that old um, South Park Pontiac Buick GMC is? Yeah. And there's no dealership there now. It's just a parking lot. Mm-hmm. Well, Wheaton Properties owns that land. And they're saying they're developing it. It's located on the south side of White Avenue on both sides of 106th Street. It's a large parcel of land. It's going to be broken up into four areas. Mm -hmm. Now, the dealership there was a fixture on that strip for more than half a century. It shut its doors around 2008. And then they just used it as a place to store extra cars they had. Yeah. So it's this huge piece of real estate on White that is going to now be parceled out into four pieces, what are and they're they, going to develop it. What are they putting in there? Uh, it's, it's, like, it's, what's proposed? Well, right now it's in its early stages. They're saying it will be mixed use, mm-hmm. which means retail, yeah. residential, walkable, uh, and possibly a tower. Yeah, I could probably see a tower going in. Although, I wasn't a tower kibosh there yeah. a little bit ago? Uh, they're saying that their tower might be 18 stories. Okay. So that's, you know, it won't that's be a like a 60, yeah. uh, 60 stories like you're seeing starting to go up downtown. It yeah. will be a, a, you know, a lower one. Hmm. So, well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah so that well, is pretty cool. It's better than a big dead area. Right? Of just like cars Yeah, we're garbage collects. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, if you find yourself to be a fairly good writer, and if you like to find the sarcasm or the humor in Canadian stories, you probably should have thought about this website before two Canadian teens did. There's a website. Uh, it's satire called Hot Global News. Mm-hmm. A couple of 16-year-olds put this together. And what they do is they basically write satire stories about Justin Trudeau and other things that are happening in on the world political stage and right here in our own country. Yeah. Um, guess how much money they're making now per day? Oh, how much? I don't. I don't like these stories because it's like, why didn't I do it? This, this is a sixteen-year-old kid. Okay, sixteen-year-old kids. Two sixteen-year-old yeah. kids. They launched HotGlobalNews.com. Yeah. How much are they making? Uh, on average. They're making about 400 bucks a day. Damn. Just on this website. Just on the website. The most they've made is $900, and that was the first day the website launched. Really? I'm guessing they're selling advertising on their website. Uh, I'm just looking at it right now. I don't see any advertising. There's no ads. Once you click through. Like, if you click an actual story, are you getting ads? I'm not getting ads. Oh, there. Please support us. Click the like button. Oh, okay. Well, they're getting they're getting that then. I'm getting likes. Uh, they say that readers often think that their stories are real, so a lot of their day is spent emailing people saying that their stories are satire. Because <laughs> <laughs> people just simply don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, you always see those stories on Facebook. 
like breaking news, yeah. this is happening, and people are sharing them. And you read the comments, and people believe it. Yes. Oh, I know. It's because people just read the headline. They don't actually click yeah, you don't and read, read the whole, story. Yeah, the entire you read story. the headline, you're like, oh, I got to share this with all my friends. All right, the Ontario Police Department has released some video after an erratic driver was spotted by a police helicopter, and they followed him with a spotlight on this vehicle for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way that the vehicle is driving is it looks like the person who's driving is like yanking the steering wheel, mm-hmm. swerving in and out of lanes, hmm. driving super fast and then slowing down. Yeah. Uh, the police helicopter put the spotlight on him, and even with police officers behind him, uh, the driver seemed to be oblivious to the fact that the cops were trying to pull him over. Hmm. Uh, they did follow him for quite some time. Spike belt. Uh, I don't know if they spike belted him. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Just I'm... drop it from the police helicopter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they didn't have to spike belt him. He was pulled over. Guess what he was doing? What? Was he Pokemon going? No, he wasn't. He was Pokemon going. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I originally thought he might have been doing something else, something so a little more. He was more trying gross. to line up like his little yeah. pidgey there, and yeah, he's- all over the road. <laughs> he was just a late night Pokemon Go player. Officers say they spoke with the driver, who advised uh, that he not do that. He said to the officer, "Quote: I'm just out to catch them all." No, no, he wasn't drunk or anything. Nope. Just he was Pokemoning. No, you guys are pretty heavy into it. Yeah, I kind of forgot about it. You were pretty heavy into it. Yeah, yeah. Are they just out on the on the streets like that? Oh yeah, yeah. Like on roadways? Yeah, yeah. they're everywhere. Well, we drove by one. Uh, what was it? Was it a pokey stop or something? I don't know. It was something where you uh, the one on Yellowhead in front of the Flying J. What would that be? Oh, it's a pokey stop. Was that a pokey yeah. stop? Oh, okay. It's literally right on the corner. Yeah. Mars, like, can you just get a little closer as I'm cutting everyone off yeah. in traffic <laughs> on the Yellowhead? <laughs> <laughs> Just get closer. I need to yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. fill my balls here. It's, yeah, it's literally yeah. right on the corner. There. Yeah, it is right on the corner. I was reading a story about a woman in Russia who found a Pokemon in her bedroom. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a Did weird one. Did you see one. this? Yeah. And she is now saying that that Pokemon that she found in her bedroom sexually assaulted her. Yeah, because her phone was vibrating. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, she says she She's, feels... Yeah. She uh, feels she's trying to sue Nintendo now because she feels she was sexually assaulted by yeah. a Pokemon. Where was her phone? Do they keep it somewhere else well, in Russia? I don't know. Do they not have things pockets? Things are a little different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have their own pockets. <laughs> Maybe their pockets are just in a different spot. Alrighty, this is an interesting story. Ask yourself this. Um, when you get drunk, are you angry? Or are you a you know, like a lovey, just kind of fun guy? I think it depends on what you drink, no? You think that's what it is? Yeah. Right? Because if uh, you're drinking tequila, you're angry, Mars. You're yeah, gonna I don't... Di- I, you're going to disappear. I, tequila just, and I don't get along. And a red wine, Mars, is political, Mars. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. And Not a, necessarily a, angry, Mars, though. But and a beer drunk, Mars, is hokey and slow. I do get hokey and slow on right? beer. Yeah. I like to picture Crash Care in like a briefcase of different liquors depending oh, yeah. on what the evening comes Oh, for. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's go to Country Bar. Okay, let's get going here, Marcy. <laughs> that's right. Are you, you're not an angry drunk, hey? Uh, no, but I'm more apt to uh, like debate or argue certain points. Oh, like you'll challenge? Yeah. yeah. Like sports arguments or political stuff. I'm I can see you to, sport arguing yeah. people. On any booze? Well, actually, yeah. I'm that sort of terrible drunk. Yeah. Mm. 
Oh, you you start busting out stats Not and facts, stats, but like I'll hear someone and be like, well, "I think my opinion's better." <laughs> I'm <laughs> no. coming over to tell you. <laughs> well, according to a new study, and this is really interesting, if you are a thin guy, mm-hmm. so in other words, uh, they say that if you, if you have a low body mass index, yeah, um, you are more likely to be an angry drunk than guys that have a little more meat on their bones. Crash would have a low. BMI. Yeah, you have a low BMI. A fantastic BMI. <laughs> yeah, you, um, what am I? You you do you get mad? Do, well, I don't get mad. Oh yeah. No, I'm a party. You had some plans this weekend that I was hoping you wouldn't follow through with after <gasps> a couple of drinks. Plans? Yeah, you don't remember? No, I don't like, remember. Like plans. schemes? Yeah, yeah you like, had schemes. What are you talking like about? Did you, I hope you took notes. Uh, no, I just tried to talk you down. <laughs> Crash like drinking in the basement, blueprints all around. It's like, yeah. oh, I'll get those guys. Yeah. <laughs> now I'll see if I do this and take out my room. the day you cross crash. <laughs> Was it bad? Yeah, you were, you were a little uh, you were a little mad. Did you check our Snapchat? Because uh, I was Snapchatting the fire pit. I, I did. You were all right. It was all good on Snapchat. You were all right there. <laughs> it was after Snapchat what oh. happened. Yeah. Uh, so they say that when when it comes down to this, it is just a genetic thing, mm-hmm. and they they figure it's because you have a lower BMI, so your the booze hits me faster. The booze hits you yeah. faster, and it gets you more angry. Hmm. So, and it also, I guess, is a stereotype that thin drunks are generally angry men. No, we're a party, guys. Come on. Hmm. Yeah, we, uh, you are. You're angry sober. No, I am oh, not. Oh yeah, you really. You shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, the next time that you find yourself in court because you break into a high school and then steal a teacher's car, uh, listen up to this story because this is what you're going to not want to do. Uh, This guy, 30 years old, his name is Calvin Griffith, and that's what he did. Broke into a school, stole a car. So, of course, he had to go to court. Now, the judge that was sitting, her name was Catherine Pooler. As she read his charges aloud, Calvin Griffith started to twerk for the in-court camera. What? Please tell me you have video. Uh, There has a little bit of video, video. yeah. Yeah. Uh, The judge was not amused by Griffith's courtroom antics. As a matter of fact, every time Judge Pooler would speak, he would start to bounce his butt up and down rapidly. <laughs> like he would face the judge and start shaking his rump? <laughs> start shaking his rump. What is that? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what he did. I have a picture of uh, the judge's face, one of his mid-twerk. Uh, one of his mid-twerks. Yeah, throw that on she the She is not impressed. Yeah. No, she is not impressed at all. Uh, he, of course, was formally charged. His bond was set at 18500 bucks. She did not let him off because of his continued twerking. That judge... <laughs> she looks mean. She looks very angry. She would not appreciate a twerking session. No, she is a... Uh, <laughs> I love the picture of the dude. Yeah, he keeps twerking during his quarter period. How do you plead, sir? Guilty of dropping his ass. <laughs> Hit me with a beat. <laughs> That's right, twerking it down. All right, I don't know how many of you guys believe in poltergeists, and I'm not sure if I believe in this story, but off to the UK we go. Uh, officers had to call for help from a church hmm. after uh, they were called to a house by a very frightened family. Apparently, uh, the family said... We need the police here because our house is being disrupted by a poltergeist. When police got to this home in South Lancashire, 
Clothes were flying across the room. Lights were going on and off. Lampshades were turning upside down. Doors were opening and closing. Even a dog, a chihuahua, that was playing in the garden was then inexplicably discovered sitting on top of a seven-foot hedge. What? The family who live at the property (laughs) called the police in a panic. They endured two days of this bizarre occurrences before they packed up Hmm. their stuff and moved out. Now, this is the cop's statement? Yeah, the police were there, yep. Did they see this go down? And police can't lie, right? They can't go on record and lie. The police said, quote... These were incidences that were witnessed by our own officers. Incidents that we cannot easily explain. Uh, There is no crime here done by a human. But officers with more than 20 years service say they have never seen anything like this. It really is something that down-to-earth police officers are having trouble getting their heads around. So what do you do in that situation? Burn the house down? Does that get rid of the poltergeist? Have you ever seen anything move on its own? Uh, no. I I thought I did, but no. Like you see, like the chair, you're like, what? But it's usually this side of your eye that yeah. just catches you. You're like, no, nah, that didn't move. Did you set it on fire just to be safe? I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I probably burned that kitchen chair. Wait a second. Mars, get me my mattress! <laughs> did you see Trigger move? Oh, sorry, Triggs. Sorry, Triggs. <laughs> Have you ever seen anything on its own, an inanimate object, not something alive, mm-hmm. move on its own? No wind, no nothing. Mm-hmm. I can honestly say I've never seen You've it. You've never seen that at no. all? There's usually an explanation for anything moving, right? Yeah. Like the wind blowing something, like the curtains. If you're like, oh, I don't have the window open, but the vent turns on, right? Wind. You know when wind's blowing. Wow. It's always wind. But like if we were sitting in here right now, and okay, like Jin just got his Contigo coffee mug. Yeah, if that that just smashed through the window and took out uh, phone screening Connor, that would be a problem. Widely. Breezy in here. Have you ever seen anything move? I want to hear from uh, the Now Family, 5679. Think about that. And I don't know if I'm going to believe you. The Now Family is thinking about it, and this is what we're getting. Um, I saw a slinky go down the stairs on its own. Oh, yeah. Okay, I've seen that, too. <laughs> that ain't a poltergeist. Yeah, that ain't a poltergeist. Crash no. would have set it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, lots of stuff going down in the Olympics. Uh, first of all, I'm pretty sure you heard that uh, finally one of the Canadian men getting a bronze medal. Andre de Grasse had a personal best in the semifinal to advance to the final, and then... Bested that personal best and won the bronze, which is pretty cool. Uh, Usain Bolt, everybody had his, their eyes on him as well because uh, he won the 100-meter dash, which was pretty cool. And it was his third straight Olympic 100-meter meter title, something no one has ever done in Olympic history, which is nice. Uh, and I don't know if you guys saw, but the pool and the green situation. Yeah, I think they kind of got it figured out, no? They did get it figured out. I hope so. Well, everyone said it smelled like farts in there. Because of the the algae? Yeah. Yeah. Days after one of the pools turned green in Rio, Olympic officials uh, had to close the diving pool uh, over the morning because a couple of the athletes were complaining about having itchy eyes. Mm -hmm. And then pretty much everyone said that the whole building smells like a giant fart. (laughs) (laughs) They just drained it and refilled it. Yeah, they refilled it. That wasn't the first thing they did. I have no idea. Five days later, yeah. Yeah. Well, Well, they drained it from another pool that they're not using now. So maybe they had to wait for that other pool to oh, all the stuff finish. to finish in that one, yeah. And then they could refill the other yeah. one, the fart pool. Are they just out of water? Why wouldn't they just fill it with water? 
special Olympic water? I have no idea. I like Just open the fire hydrant and fill the pool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Winnipeg way. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right. It's going to be a nice hot day today. 27 for the high. Uh, it's going to feel more like 30, though, because of the humidity. It is 720, and we're at 15 degrees. Good morning. Everybody's got a story. I don't know if I believe in guys, though. It's the only problem. We can pretty much crack each story. Yeah, we, we try to. Yeah. Uh, this one from uh, Bailey in Spruce Grove says, A couple weeks ago, I was in the shower, and I have three picture frames on top of my cabinet in my okay. bathroom. When I got out of the shower, those picture frames were turned completely around. And my door was locked when I was in the shower. So nobody came in to turn them around. Somebody played a prank on you. But the door was locked. Nobody got in there. Well, you can get into a bathroom door with a bobby pin. I know because I've done it. Well, yeah, use a nail and poke through that yeah, little hole. Yeah, numerous times. But is someone really going to do that? Uh, to spook you? Yeah. I think so. I would play a trick like and that And they just never bring it up? And never say a word. The reason why we're talking about this is because of this story in the news. We were off to Scotland for this one. Of uh, There's a house that has officers terrified after a family called police to say that they were experiencing some paranormal activity. Now, when the cops got there, there was at least um, a, a couple of officers who said that within 20 years of them being police officers, they have never seen anything that insane. Mm-hmm. They said they can't wrap their heads around it. Uh, they witnessed a chihuahua being moved. Did wow. they see the Chihuahua being moved, or the Chihuahua? The Chihuahua was right there. They turned their head, and then it was. I think that's it. Was more like it trees. was there. Like it, the, they didn't witness the dog fly. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. No, I think like, the ah! Chihuahua was there, and then it was up on a seven foot hedge. Hmm. But they did say that they saw uh, clothing flying around the house, doors slamming and opening, the oven door opening. Really fast, back and forth. That's freaky. This is all like stuff that you would see in a horror movie. Yes. So it's it seems a little far-fetched. Like, yeah. really, I'm not opening my house to see all my clothing spinning in the living room. It's that's, a news story. That's in, not happening. But it's a news story in Glasgow. Well, I know. I find it weird that the cops are actually saying this. So we want to know if you've ever legit seen something move that shouldn't have moved on its own. Uh, Here, let's go to Brett. Did you see something move on its own? Yeah. There was one time... I was uh, a little bit younger, uh, and I was uh, Skyping one of my friends who lived uh, down in Calgary or Red Deer or something like yeah. that. So it was really late at night. We were talking, and she had brought up that she had used Ouija boards and stuff like that before. Yeah. So already the conversation itself is a little bit weird. And then behind her, uh, you know those like window shades that you can kind of like can raise them and lower them yeah. and spin the little thing and they close. Yeah. That thing started moving on its own behind her. And I was like, holy, like, look behind you. The thing is moving. No word of a lie. It moved faster than a human could have moved it. So she wouldn't see it. Just I would see it. So as soon hmm. as she turned to look, it immediately stopped? Yeah. It immediately, like, it snapped back to where it was. So it, it looked hmm. like it hadn't moved to her. Yeah. To me, it had been moving really, really slowly, going up and down and, like, closing and everything. And I was like, does she have a little brother? Does she have somebody in there? But we had been talking for, like, three hours online already. Yeah, so, so there's no chance that someone yeah. would be standing there. 
Mars, it yeah. looks like you have reasoning behind this. Well, no, I was just going to say friends off. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Friends, you know, I, I literally, I turned the laptop off, closed it, and stopped talking. Yeah. Turned the laptop. Yeah. Like, I am not getting with this woman. Yeah, no, that's... No, I was like, you know what? That's pretty sweet and all. Uh, you and Chucky can have a great night. <laughs> Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Oh, these stories are fun. I want to tell you guys about this app, though. Like, if you're into, uh, you know, like the horror movies, and if you're into Pokemon going, then this is an app for you. There's an. It's coming out, and it's basically an app that turns your house into a haunted house into a horror movie. It's called Night Terror. The game is an experience in which your home becomes the environment for what they call, quote, a terrifying hellscape. What? The game takes full advantage of every piece of technology in your phone to make your environment a part of the game. Hmm. Your camera, your microphone, your flash, your GPS provide all of the data it needs to build the game's map. And populate it with horrifying monsters. Ooh. I was watching uh, videos on this game last night. It starts off like when you register for this game. Again, yeah. it's like Pokemon Go. Yeah. But it turns your house into a horror house. That's a horror. A, a horror, <laughs> yeah. I always get dinged for the way I say this word. Horror. And my head, I had mouth work done so my jaw's sore. Yeah. Horror house. <laughs> uh, when you first... Like, log on and get going. The first thing that happens is someone sends you a text and oh. says you're going to die in 30 minutes. I am intrigued by this. I would never do but it. But I feel like you're just opening up a can yeah, of worms, Yeah, I would right? never do it. But if you're looking for something, like, if you're into that stuff, it's called Night Terror. Like, Have a look. Like, you started up at, what, 11 o'clock at night? Imagine that. No. And it goes probably, what, all night? Oh, yeah, and people, they show, like, people's phones going ballistic, like, it, like flashing and, like, it ringing. And then you answer the phone. And it's like, hello. Imagine if you did that to someone's phone. Mars, like, it's your boss. Yes. Lori, right at the top here. Uh, did you see something move on its own? Oh, my God. <laughs> what, what I saw lots of some things happening. Um, we were house sitting for a summer, my kids and I. Yeah. And this goes back about five years ago. And uh, it was a house that was just um, on an acreage. Um, big, fancy, beautiful home. And from the word go, we, we, none of us wanted to go in the basement. It was just something about it. It was cold. It was just, it just kind of freaked us out. Yeah. But we didn't ha- have anything concrete happening, right? Mm-hmm. But um, after a few days, we started having strange things like garage doors opening on their own. And, you know, you're writing it off because, like, okay, well, whatever. Something's wrong with the door. Yeah. And we had a hamster, and the hamster was always weird there. It'd be fine normally, but it would be squeaking constantly and just always um, uh, freaking out. And then my son, who has special needs, um, and he has trouble speaking, um, on three occasions in that house, he went absolutely berserk and just wild and he Mm. could suddenly talk and it's a long story but um, he ended up being hospitalized because of it. Oh my God. He had paranormal uh, experts who came to us. I didn't ask them. Yeah. They sent them to us at the Royal Alex when we were in there. My son has been you know, there's absolutely no problem with him ever since. Yeah. 
he's perfectly healthy and everything. But after he was hospitalized, we were still staying at the house, and we had all kinds of strange things happening. Like one day, my daughter was sleeping upstairs. I was outside picking raspberries, and I kept looking back at the house because I didn't trust anything because we had mm-hmm. so many strange things happening. And I looked back, and, you know, the lights are all off, lights are all off, and then all of a sudden I looked back, and the entire walk-in basement, everything's lit up. So I ran back to the house. I couldn't get in the door. It was just like a movie. It was unbelievable. Wow. And this legitimately happened? Uh, yeah, I've got... Um, my daughter would tell the story exactly as I would. I ran upstairs. She's still sleeping. Yeah. We went, like, typical dumb, you know what? We went you run to the top floor. We went downstairs <laughs> to explore. Yeah. And every light was on. But the weird part about it is it's not just the lights that were electrical. It were lamps were lit. Everything was lit. So we went around, we shut everything off, we went back upstairs, and we just kind of stood there and said, we're, we're out of here, that's enough. You know, yeah. right? It was gone. too much. And as we did that, the basement door opened by itself. Yeah. And we also had times where I said, okay, shut the lights off for the night. And she'd shut the lights off. We'd look down. Every light would be burning again. Things would be put in different places. Aye, aye, aye. Seriously, okay. hope you burnt down the house. Yeah. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars 489-4669 Join the conversation Now Radio uh, Alright, we're talking about whether or not you've ever legitimately seen something move mm-hmm. And not like that not like a car, but like it shouldn't have moved It was an inanimate object It was sitting around and you saw it move Because Crash and I don't believe in poltergeists But we were talking about that story About the police officers in Scotland in Glasgow Who said that they were called to a poltergeist house And they have said things that they've never um, had to say before in an interview because of what they saw. Yeah, I'm reading all these horror stories rolling in. I, I'm i intrigued and I would love to see something actually happen one day. Right? Yeah. Wouldn't it be a little exciting? Like, it would definitely give uh, give you a little rush. Like, if you have a coffee mug on a table, all of a sudden it's like, right across the table, smashes on the floor. Well, then you're freaking out, right? Well, you're not, you're I not enjoying I that. I would. I quickly run to my camera room, check my security footage, and upload it, and get a million hits. Yeah, <laughs> success in life, That's right my, there. There's my goal in That's life. That's right. Yeah, uh, let's go to Robin here. What happened to you? Oh my God, where to start? Yeah, what happened? Um, uh, when I was younger, um, we like I don't know if you guys have ever been to Chili's. Oh, yeah. But they, they used to always hand out, like, balloons to younger kids and everything. And so, of course, like, my sister and I would always come home with balloons. And, um, well, my older sister had kind of a, a horror thing that had happened with her with balloons where she's woken up and they've been in front of her. So, yeah. I, yeah <laughs> That's I've weird. Just, like, yeah. And so I've always just was like, kitty, like, tie them to the bed if they're in the bedroom. Well, this time I was kind of home alone. And um, I left the balloon outside, and I'm doing my homework. So I'm, I'm in my bedroom. My door's closed. Well, I kind of, like, saw my door open a little bit, and I'm like, okay, you know, like, somebody's home. They're just checking up on me and whatever. So I, like, went back to doing what I was doing. But I've got headphones on, so I can't even hear anything, which is, like, another, like, it's just all in all, like, not a good scenario. Yeah. And um, so now I'm back, you know, I was in my book, and my door just, like, wide open like just slams open I'm like okay and the balloon is like dead center of my door frame like Ah. and like the weird thing is is normally when like your balloon is just kind of hanging there the string is sort of like whiffy no my string was like pulled tight like somebody was holding it what and it went into my room and it stopped right where I was sitting on my bed and it started to spin 
So I like basically had to like poke the thing with my pencil, and I ran out of there. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. do you, do you like you feel that like a balloons are out to get you? When a balloon shows yeah. up, though, isn't that uh, what Pennywise does? In oh, it, yes. the balloon shows up, and then everyone's like, "Oh my god!" And oh, then damn. he comes and murders you. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Call Crash and Mars 489-4669. Join the conversation now. Radio. I think Crash, we have time for a couple more. We got lots of people oh, hanging sure. on. So yeah, uh, just a couple of texts here. First of all, people are saying that they've seen door slam shut and open, taps turning on on their own. Uh, I don't know. I don't know you guys. Alicia on the North End says that she never believed until she's seen inanimate objects just move on their own. I want that to happen. Uh, this one here says, hey guys, I saw a spoon rock on my counter while I was cooking alone. No, see, I've seen the spoon move too. Like if you just put it on the round part and it's yeah, like... Yeah, and it just moves back yeah. and forth. I don't know if that's poltergeist material. Uh, what if it flung in the air? Well, if it flung up <laughs> in the air, and, like, I mean, obviously that's... It's you on the face. Yeah. You're like, what? <laughs> Uh, here, let's go to uh, Nate. Did you see something move that really shouldn't have moved? Yeah, I was living in Slave Lake a couple years ago yeah. and uh, bought a 2000 F-150 off some farmer. Yeah. Anyways, it ran good for a couple months. And then one night I was in camp and I woke up to these guys knocking on my door saying, Hey, Nate, your truck's like smoking away, like grinding and the starter's going off. What? Yeah, in the middle of the night. So I go out to my truck, I disconnect the battery and all that. Yeah. I reconnect the battery, the starter kicks in again. Huh. So this happens a couple of times. Yeah. And uh, eventually it got so bad, uh, I would show up at a gas station to fuel up, and I'd have to put the truck in second gear with the e-brake on so it wouldn't drive away on me and the starter wouldn't kick in. What? <laughs> it kick in in neutral or park. Yeah. Wow. And then the next day the lights would automatically turn on and the truck would turn over and try and drive away. Yeah. I'm not kidding you at all. Yeah. You had a possessed truck. I swear I had a possessed truck. <laughs> uh, a few days later, it worked perfectly normal. Yeah. I sold it to the dealership that day. Yeah. I got two grand back for what I paid for it. Yeah. They called me the next day. They're asking, Nate, what did you sell us? They were not happy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's a Ford. Yeah. <laughs> Send a snap. Search Crash and Mars, all one word, on Snapchat. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, Edmonton police are asking for the public's help in identifying a man wanted in connection with an assault of a woman along Saskatchewan Drive earlier this month. Uh, back on August the 5th, just before midnight, police were called to the area of 116th Street and Saskatchewan Drive. A woman was walking when she was grabbed by a man, choked until she was unconscious, dragged into the bushes. Bystanders in the area came to help. The man fled on foot. Uh, the woman was taken to hospital. She has been released, but now there's a suspect sketch that is out. Hmm. So the police are asking that you take a look at that. Uh, they've released the sketch and some nearby video surveillance in hopes in identifying him. Anyone with any information is being asked to contact police or Crime Stoppers. All right, this is good news for those of you who like to shop. Oh, Not rock, but shop. Yeah. American retail giant Nordstrom has announced plans to open a Nordstrom rack in South Edmonton Common. What, what? What is that? Is that just like their... Uh 
Off their, sale, like discount. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, Nordstrom Rack is the company's off-price retail division. It offers clothing, accessories, and shoes at thirty to seventy percent off their regular prices. You're gonna have to wait though, which sucks. For what? It to open. He thinks happen now. <laughs> you know, you get the announcement, and then they get the building, and then they get the store going. No, I like it this way. It should there should be nothing said, and then I should be like, <laughs> you oh don't my like God. waiting for no. anything. Nordstrom Rack is opening up tomorrow. Yeah. That's how it should go because. Now we have to wait for the fall of 2018. Okay. Great news, everyone. Grand opening of the Nordstrom off the rack. No, just Nordstrom Rack. Nordstrom Rack in August 2018. Yeah, see, yeah. that's boring. That's, oh, okay. That's that was like I got all jazzed about the shopping near the airport. Yeah. Well, now who cares? When's that done? Feels like it's forever. Well, they're building the building right well, now. Well, they're get building going. a mall. You guys, we gotta get shopping, so let's get going here. <laughs> I got some money burning <laughs> home, my pocket. God, speed her up. New things are cool. Yeah, let's get it done. Why don't we get the full deal, Nordstrom? Why do we get the discount? Uh, I don't know. Why wouldn't we get the full? We're not good enough for the full one. No, Nordstrom. I I think that's the way that they're moving. To be honest with you, like discount. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe not. They, they just need a spot to unload all their crap. Yeah, me, um, Edmonton. <laughs> Before they start unloading their crap in Edmonton, uh, they've got stores in Toronto and Calgary oh, okay, as well. Yeah. So they're also unloading it there. All right. Earlier this morning, we talked about some of your favorite cities in Canada that you've been, and some of the worst cities in Canada that you've been. Mm. Well, what do you think is now voted the best drinking city? In Canada. Canada's National Statistics Agency has mapped... This is why you filled out your forms, by the way, (laughs) to find out who's got the best bars. (laughs) Uh, They've mapped out the country's bars and taverns, revealing where it's the easiest place to find a drink in all of the major cities uh, in Canada. And believe it or not, Alberta, not anywhere on the list. What? Are they talking like accessibility, like yes. walking to? Yeah, yes, okay. accessibility. Yeah. Basically, they're looking at how many bars and taverns um, are available per person mm-hmm. who lives in that province. Uh, it's going to be like a Toronto or Vancouver. It is not Toronto or Vancouver. Nope. Really? Nope. Uh, are you considering Halifax a major one? Because uh, the like walkability a, in Halifax is fantastic. Yeah, Halifax bars. fell in the middle. Oh, really? Hmm. Basically, uh, uh, Alberta, Edmonton, and Calgary... Uh, we have some of the least drinking place per population density. Wow. So anybody complaining about bars not opening up? According to this, we don't have enough. Hmm. The place, though, uh, where it's the most and the easiest place to get a drink is Ottawa. Ottawa? Really? The number one city in our country. I would have never have guessed Ottawa. Yeah. Ottawa Gatineau was uh, ranked... With uh, 1.2 bars and taverns for every 10,000 people. Hmm. Well, they like their booze there, I guess. Montreal, Quebec City, Sherbrooke, Trois-Rivières, St. John, Moncton, and St. John's also has a ton of drinking spots. And the walkability is huge. Yeah. The, yeah. Only, uh, the only city that was mentioned uh, up there at the top in Western Canada was Kelowna. Yeah. And then followed by Vancouver. Uh, Brett on the app says, uh, 100% should have been Stony Plain. You can hop from one liquor store to the next. (laughs) Who needs the bar when you just got liquor stores? I I, I haven't been out in Stony Plain in about a year, but I don't remember seeing that many liquor stores. Yeah, do you guys have tons in Stony Plain? 
I, they must. Ottawa was more well watered than Toronto, Hamilton, London, Niagara. Like Calgary didn't even make it? Uh, Calgary's on there, but it's low. Yeah. Like we just don't have enough bars hmm. per our population yeah. density in, need, in Alberta. Okay, then clearly we need more pubs. I like pubs. Yeah, I like pubs too. Yeah. Pubs, that's got to be the new thing right we'll now, We'll take right? some pubs. Ginge, you're all cultured now that you just got back from Toronto. <laughs> How was your Toronto experience? <laughs> I was on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> I got free nuts on the plane. Okay, <laughs> if you could open any bar in Edmonton, what is there a style that you would like? <sighs> Mind you, the Denzian is already open, so you can't open your old school. <laughs> oh, that's arcade. such a great idea. <laughs> yeah, it's been around for a while. I'd like a uh, more like uh, casual bowling alley. What? I don't uh, want. I don't want like a teen bowling alley where like there's like an kids. You want adult bowling? Yes. This is a good idea. Uh, this is a really good idea. The whole thing's like licensed. When super <laughs> casual, you don't need the shoes. Have you been to a bowling alley? You can drink at a bowling I know, but alley, but they're not like somewhere you want to spend a lot of time in. And change their. <laughs> they're always in basements. They're sort of sad. They're quite casual. I've never dressed up to go to a bowling alley. <laughs> That's a fancy night for James. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. The for bowling. <laughs> Ah, damn it. <laughs> so you want okay. like a, a, like a cool alley. rustic pub, but a couple lanes but in I there. But I want some lanes in it, yeah. And like a cigar huh. smoking corner. Great idea. Yeah, mm. we had that. It was called Reds. It was at West Seventeen Mall. <laughs> they shut Everything it down. taken already. They shut it down because it didn't make them any money. But it was also uh, all ages, wasn't it? Uh, yes, but the cigar room was not. <laughs> Mine's not not even 18 plus. It's like 25 plus. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this is mature bowling. Yeah, I'm a stickler. You mm. want a mature, non-fancy bowling alley with a cigar room. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> people are listening to investors. Ginge, people are saying go to Shanks in the West End. Yeah. They have bowling alleys in there. And it's a bar. You can't open... <laughs> yeah, but it's like a thousand things. I'm talking like dedicated... I don't, want, I don't want too much stuff going on. Oh, my God. You're being ripped a new one. People are saying you sound really old now. Yeah. Well, I am really old. If you're, just, uh, if you're just joining us this morning, Ginge spent the weekend in Toronto, and he's all cultured, and he's <laughs> schooling us this morning as to what Toronto has. In, uh, Another thing they do. Okay, though. yeah. <laughs> you know what is weird? They don't have any. They do have a ton of bars. I think, yeah. they're, I think you're right. I think they're like uh, densities thicker. Yeah. Sure. Pubs. Not, not as many liquor stores. Mm. I feel like we're flush with liquor stores. I'm okay with that. I have no problem with it either. Yeah. I like just being able to walk around a corner. Yeah. There's a Timmy's and a yeah. liquor store. Yeah. <laughs> we're good on that. I think we're ahead of the curve there. Yeah. Uh, people are saying, what about a strip club slash bowling alley? No. Okay. <laughs> bowling for Tatas. <laughs> That's dangerous. Those floors are slick. That's true. That's true. Alrighty. For those of you who are fans of the uh, television show Criminal Minds, uh, you will probably know then the actor Thomas Gibson who plays Hotch, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Agent Hotchner? Yeah. Well, they fired him. Yeah. He is no longer on the show Criminal Minds. Uh, apparently, they suspended him initially for kicking a production staffer, and now CBS has announced that Agent Hotch has been fired. That's Thomas Gibson. Uh, they're saying that they're not sure how they're going to write him off the show, but they're not even going to give him the opportunity to film a killing off or a him quitting. Yeah, it's just he's gone. Yeah. He's been transferred, and then they move on with the story. Yeah. Well, did you see the video that uh, Shamar Moore posted? I mean, I like watching Shamar more, but I didn't watch that video, no. Well, he just goes off about blah, 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 inspirational crap. And then he just said uh, a big thing about karma. Karma will get you. So, obviously, he hates this Thomas guy. So, they didn't get along no, on set? clearly not. 
Hmm. Uh, well, this isn't the latest incident either. Uh, Gibson was reportedly ordered by the network executives to attend an anger management class in 2010 after he pushed an assistant director during filming. Hmm. So maybe he's just an angry guy that likes to lash out like that. Is this the end of his acting career? Because who's going to take yeah, a chance Yeah, I think on so. Him? He's probably done. Like, remember him from Dharma and Greg? Not really. <laughs> That's um, the same guy? Yeah, yeah that's it the is. husband on Dharma and Greg. I didn't really yeah, watch Jenna Dharma. Elfman's husband. Yeah. That was Gre- a great show. Greg, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> but Greg was so chill. Yeah. This guy's a really good actor, right? Because yeah. he's a terribly angry in person. <laughs> yeah, he is. So That's he, the same guy? It is. Yeah, I know. It is. Isn't that crazy? Are we sure? Yeah. Yeah, it's Thomas the same guy. Gibson. I do love that you guys are like the go-to spot for Criminal Minds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love oh, Criminal love Minds. Minds. Oh, yeah. And when oh. we had the chance to see the chick in uh, Paris, the punky one, the quirky one. Yeah. I forget her name. Garcia. Garcia, right. Yeah. They won't admit it, but that's why they went to Paris. They heard she was there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we must go. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> We're tracking her on social media. She's at this restaurant. Yeah. Go. That's right. So, Criminal Minds fans, uh, Thomas Gibson, Agent Hotch, is, has now been fired. Mm-hmm. All right. I can't believe that I did not enter this contest, and I'm a little upset about it this morning. I'm not going to lie. There is a, uh, a small German town. That for more than a century has been growing grapes in its villages. And it has some of the best wine in the world. Well, you know what they do? Is they actually give someone the title of wine queen. Oh, no, Mars. What? No, Why? you cannot get this title. Okay, local women, listen. <laughs> no, no. Local women are chosen to serve as an ambassador for that area's produce of grapes and then their wine. Mm-hmm. But apparently, no woman signed up to wear the traditional crown at the local wine festivals and walk around as wine queen. Who? What woman wouldn't sign up to be a wine queen? I know. I can't believe it. So, one man decided that he was going to take it over. (laughs) And they let it happen? His name, Sven Fenke. (laughs) Of course. He has now been crowned wine queen. And he walks around wearing a wreath and carrying a wine goblet. He's 24 years old. He's studying law in Germany. and uh, Is sa- that him? Yeah, he's now the wine queen. <laughs> <laughs> They're saying he's the first male representative uh, to be crowned wine queen. He says uh, his role, I guess, involves him walking around and talking about the wine and sampling it. I'll put a picture of him on our Snapchat. This is the first ever male wine queen. Yeah. If, Are you jealous? Yes. <laughs> so we were talking about what bars Edmonton should have. I'm going to I'm going to suggest a new contest. Oh. If there's someone who serves wine, I'd like to be your wine queen. <laughs> no, no. This could go down a dark path. <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah. Could I get dark with this? You, like, it could go very just dark. Like walking around the new arena drunk. A, a lot of bar owners would want you to be their wine queen. Yeah. Are you like the like sommelier, or are you just like? Drinking all the wine. No, I'm just drinking the yeah. wine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. For new bars, this toga look, I think, is a good look. Yeah, it is a good look. Wouldn't this be fun to do? Like, this is your new idea now? Yeah. No. Wait a <laughs> second. I, you want to open a toga bar? Yeah. Hmm. Togas only. I've never been to a toga party. Like a legit one? Then you would love my toga bar. Maybe I would. I don't think so. You don't so. wear anything underneath your toga, right? No. That's mm. part of the deal. And I'm checking at the door, ladies. <laughs> Rip. Mm. <laughs> You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to apply to open a bar on that 104th Street. I'm going to call it Wine Queen. Oh. Okay. And I'm going to work there, and you'll you'll see me drinking wine. You're just going to be drunk. You're going to be that owner. I'm going to rent a space on 104th Street just and so you're gonna sit be, there and drink. You're going to be having debates in the back corner. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, true. Oh, no. Ginger will come in in his toga. Yeah. 
Why? <laughs> Marza have a megaphone yelling at everyone in the community. Can't <laughs> smile from Bar and the Wine Queen. <laughs> I'm the wine queen. So is like, this arena district was a mistake. <laughs> this is not good. This is not what I envisioned. Why would Daryl Case come to my bar? Daryl, I'm the wine queen. I have curly hair just like you. It's really humid. <laughs> I'm going to be the wine queen. <laughs> is your son 18 yet? <laughs> My God, that's the wine oh, queen. No, I become some mythical legend. We've heard rumors. <laughs> She's out tonight, everyone. <laughs> oh, businesses are closing their blinds, locking their doors. Because the wine queen are coming. <laughs> oh. oh, that'd be a disaster. Oh, that would be a disaster. I'm going to rethink that one. Yeah, I think so. Alrighty, a couple of things going on in sports. Uh, first of all, I'm sure you guys heard that Ryan Lochte and a couple of American swimmers were robbed at gunpoint in Rio. Everybody is okay. Um, the Olympic Committee tried to like shuffle that one under the rug mm-hmm. for a little while yesterday until they finally did admit that uh, it happened. Uh, I ha- They pulled the video of this, which mm. sucks, but there was a Russian diver uh, who has won six gold medals in the European Champions, but the 28-year-old turned from one of the greatest divers in the world to drunk uncle trying to impress the cousins with a pool dive. Oh, no. She lost her footing, and instead of doing three and a half somersaults, she just backflopped into the pool. <gasps> her score on the Olympic table? Yeah. Zero. Oh, man. Where was it? There's that uh, popular bad dive video uh, online. I think it's a guy from China. It was a couple of oh, years ago. Oh, was it? Wait, he's yeah. just a bad diver? Well, he just did like a complete backflop. Yeah. And just slap the water. That's and what it, this Russian woman did. Same deal, yeah. Yeah, it looked like she slipped. Yeah. Like her foot slipped off the board, so... Mm. Yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, anybody who follows Conor McGregor uh, probably saw him taking shots at the WWE on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Ric Flair got involved. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> really weird. <laughs> he actually stopped commenting. Basically, what happened is Conor McGregor said he could fight all the WWE wrestling guys. Yeah. And then they were like, well... No, we'll kick your ass. And he's like, seriously, guys, like, I actually fight. And they're like, well, we fight too. And then it turned into this weird mess of fans. And he's, uh, like, and he's like, guys, like, I know what's right. He's like, no, no, bro. Like, we're fighting too. <laughs> yeah. Ours are real yeah. too. Yeah, it got weird. Ric Flair started, and then that was when Conor McGregor just stopped tweeting. Ric Flair, he's like, someone please just talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's so true. Uh, and then, of course, uh, finally, a guy, a dude, Canadian mm-hmm. dude, winning a medal in the Olympics, uh, which is good. Andre DeGrasse had a personal best in the semifinal. He won bronze. He is the first male to land a medal at these Olympics. The Canadian women have won the first 12 medals of the game. Hmm. All right, it's going to be a nice hot day today. Sunshine, 27 for the high. It is 820, and we're at 19 degrees. Good morning. All righty, I do want to read you guys this text that came in. I saw this earlier this morning. Uh, it's from a guy. He is not leaving his name on it, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, he, yeah. wants, he wants to stay anonymous. Sure. Uh, this is his text. He says, hi, guys. I hope you had a really good weekend. Uh, I just want to bring something up that's really bothering me. Uh, and since I can't afford therapy, I figured I would pass <laughs> it on to you guys. This is your second best. Uh, I was standing around a campfire out at my buddy's acreage this weekend having a couple beers when there was a few people there that I didn't, I didn't know. 
one of them made the comment that I look like Steve Buscemi. Oh, no. Although some people find him attractive. (laughs) (laughs) Now, at first, uh, I was taken back. I won't say that I was insulted, but I was a little more shocked. Now, I've heard of of people say that I look like so-and-so before, but never really someone that homely and as Mm weird-looking as Steve Buscemi. (laughs) Do we we need to pull a picture up here? Yeah. Uh, I was in a group of my friends, and of course, everyone laughed and laughed and laughed. Uh, But I just kind of shrugged it off and continued on for the night. Oh, God. (laughs) But it's still bothering me. The more that I think about it, I know I shouldn't have an issue with it, and I'm sure it could be much worse than Mr. Bean. That's who I get. Oh, Mr. Bean. Yeah. I forgot about that right? crash. Yeah. yeah. I'm not happy about it. Oh, yeah, you guys, it could be much worse like Mr. Bean. I know. Bean. That's, yeah, oh, thanks. No. Yeah. I think I'd rather go uh, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> when did someone say you look like Mr. Bean? I get it periodically. You look nothing like Mr. Bean. Thank you, Mars. You're welcome. <laughs> So I want to know uh, from Anonymous here who was told he looks like Steve Buscemi. Mm -hmm. We did a show on uh, the odd celebrities you think are hot. And a lot of women called and said they love Steve Buscemi. Uh, Yes, that's right. So Anonymous, don't feel so terrible. Nobody said they love Mr. Bean. No, nobody (laughs) said that. Have you ever been told you look like someone and it's not very flattering? Thank you now, family. Everyone's saying they don't see it. Okay, well, (laughs) that feels good. Because it sucks when someone says that you look like someone who isn't, in your opinion, is it attractive. Worse? Is it worse for chicks? Yeah, I think so. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, this guy's really bothered by it, or else he wouldn't have yeah, sent us kind of yeah. a, you know, a funny, <laughs> a funny kind of text about. It. Thanks it's for still, that, Ginge. Still, thanks, thanks for. That. <laughs> it's still bugging him this morning. Mm-hmm. So, have you ever been told that you look like someone and it's really not very attractive? <laughs> Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Alrighty, we're talking about the time that um, someone said that you look like someone and it wasn't very flattering. Um, we got a text from a guy who was standing around a campfire with some buds and some new people, and one of the new people told him that he looked like Steve Buscemi. Mm-hmm. And it's bothering him. Crash was told he looks like Mr. Bean. During uh, Adele, I just did a face swap with, with Mr. Mr. Bean, Bean. Mm-hmm. and oh, it's terrible. I tweeted it out and blasted everywhere if you want to have a look at that. Do you look good as Mr. Bean? Nope. Nope. Okay. It's a face swap fail. A yeah. massive, massive fail. All right. Well, you <laughs> it know. It's like a complete disaster. Okay. Well, you guys aren't alone. Um, here's some of the um, things that people have been told that they look like, and... It's really not all that... Uh, like, in some cases, don't say anything at all. No. Don't, you don't need to do the comparison. No, no, you don't. Like, this one says, yeah, I've been told I look like Rosie O'Donnell. Mm. Come on, FML. You just don't say anything. Yeah, just kind of leave it out. How about this one? It says, hey, guys, good morning. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> I did one of those face things where you put a photo up of you on the internet, and then they tell you what celebrity you look like, and there it is, good old Barb popped up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. Um, what is this one? It says, I've been told I look like a combo of Ryan Gosling and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that's a liar. Mm, that's a liar. Yeah, that's, a, that's what that is. Mm. Uh, this text here says, hey, guys, I used to get Judd Nelson from The Breakfast Club. Oh. Now I just get fat Judd Nelson. Oh, that, no, no. So. 
Eliza, Liz, she says, I've had someone say I look like Bjork. Oh, no. <laughs> Bjork. Like, why would you even say anything at that point? <laughs> yeah, some of them just don't have it going. Uh, Allie out in Edmonton, she says, uh, hey, guys. Uh, someone once told me that I look like Garth from Wayne's World. I would like to stress I am a girl. Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. no. No, no. No, that's not good. Uh, I have Michelle hanging on sure. here. How are you doing today, Michelle? Hi, good, thank you. Excellent. Hi. All right, so uh, did someone say you look like someone that you really don't want to look like them? Uh, not me, actually. So okay. I'm really too offended by the story. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who was it? It was my boyfriend. Uh-oh. Uh, that basically when we started dating, he was really, really good friends with this girl. Yeah. And now I'm really good friends with her, too. But it was kind of funny because I had a little bit of a problem being jealous of her at first. But this helped with that. Yeah. That she constantly says all the time to, like, new people whenever we meet them that she thinks my boyfriend looks to the sloth from Ice Age. Oh, no. The sloth <laughs> from Ice Age? <laughs> Oh, is he a disaster or <laughs> like what? Why would someone make that correlation? Well, the thing is, though, like, like I love him and I think he looks great, but also I look at him and yeah, it's kind of true. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's just a good-looking sloth. Yeah, that's right. And Mars, you love sloths. I do. Yep. Right. Oh, oh the one from his eyes are really far apart. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. not your boyfriend, is okay. it? Okay, all right. Gotcha. That's great. Okay, thanks so much for sharing that, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. Bye. Bye-bye. Aw. Yeah, I'm just looking at the sloth from... I mean, the sloth from my stage is adorable. As a cartoon. Maybe that's what it is. He's adorable. He, maybe he's really cute. Yeah. And kind of goofy looking. Call <laughs> <laughs> Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. All right. I want to, if you're just joining us, uh, we got a text message earlier this morning from a guy who said it was still bugging him this morning. He went to a buddy's acreage and they were all standing around a campfire and there were some people there that he didn't know uh, that he had just met. They're having some beers, and one of them said he looked like Steve Buscemi. <laughs> and he said it shouldn't bother him, but it still does. So we were wondering, um, who are you being compared to? Or someone said you looked like a really unattractive celebrity. I want you to get ready on your keyboard, because I had to Google this name. Okay. This woman says, hey guys, I'm going to stay anonymous, and I just want to start this off by saying I am 31 years old. Oh, okay. I had a customer, a pretty regular customer, tell me that I look like Janet Reno. If you don't know who Janet Reno is, because I didn't, I had to go home and Google, Google what? her. What? <laughs> she was the Attorney General of the United States under President Bill Clinton. Again, I am 31 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Janet Reno, all the yeah. photos, she's like 90. Janet Reno. What photo do you have? This one, she's drooling. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I think it, I have this one here. This is her like presidential pick. Yeah. Well, this is her doing her thing. She's got a big miracle flag behind her. <laughs> oh no. Oh. I went home and Googled Janet Reno and I was devastated. <laughs> That's got to be the worst one. I would take Steve Buscemi over her, even if you're a woman. <laughs> Like that. The Janet Reno's bad. I'm going to say that that customer was just being a jerk. It's got to be, right? I I hope so. That's, that's who who highlights the attorney general? I don't know. You look like Janet Reno. Yeah. 
Like a delicious Janet Reno. No, no, no. Another text here, staying anonymous, says, Hey, guys, I had somebody crush my soul once after they compared me to Camilla Parker Bowles. Oh, no, no. She doesn't have it going on. (laughs) (laughs) Not even close to that. No, she does not. Uh, Here, let's go to uh, Sandy. Do people say you look like someone that you find really not flattering? I had a really annoying regular customer make himself even more annoying to me by telling me I look like Sandra Bernhardt. Oh, no. Yeah. Current? Um, well, this was quite a few years ago. Uh, but I, 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 he just made himself incredibly unpopular with all of us. And then it was, it's, she's not even funny. Like, not only is she homely. <laughs> She's not even funny. No. Uh, uh, he used to be he was one of those customers that every time we would any of us would see him coming, we would all hide. Oh. Yeah. And then he couldn't understand why I was so upset with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just loaded a giant picture on our TV screen here in the studio. Of Sandra yeah. I'm just envisioning who I'm talking to right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, it's no. nice to put a face to the voice. <laughs> oh, no. That's, yeah, that's not flattering no. at all. No. I see why you guys are like, oh, God, he's coming in. Who's going to serve him? Yeah, but he just didn't get it. He's like, I don't understand why you're so upset. <laughs> yeah, because you just compared me to a really unattractive woman. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489 Join the conversation. Now radio. we're talking about the times that you've been compared to someone who it was not overly flattering. Uh, this text here says, Hey guys, I can't believe you're talking about this. I'm not going to give you her name, mm-hmm. but my wife was told that she looked like Mark Wahlberg. Oh. Is your wife a bodybuilder? <laughs> I don't. I <laughs> like think is she ripped? I think it's just a face. Just a face? Mm. Yeah. Says she was pretty upset about that Does one for a while. Does he have a ladylike face? Uh, a lady face? Not particularly, no. Right? Maybe he does. Uh, this one here says, hey guys, I saw a lady that worked at the city center mall right by the second cup. Uh, that store is closed down, but she looked exactly like Kathy Bates. Apparently people would tell her all the time. Mm. How about this one? Corey in the park. Hey guys, I get told I look like Will Sasso. Oh no. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Jazz and LaDuke. I've been told I look like John Denver and the Muppet guitar chick. Oh, no. Then someone else said Janis Joplin. Oh, Where does yeah. one go with that? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time for a re-image. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Barb, how are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Excellent. All right, so uh, who do people compare you to? So not look, boys. Okay. So maybe you guys can shed some light on this. Roseanne Barr. Roseanne mm. Barr. Now, is this after a couple drinks and you really get talking? No, I was sober. I was like, no, thanks. That's not very nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to hear Roseanne Barr in you. I know, I need to talk more, right? I hope I don't sound like Roseanne Barr. Actually, I might be hearing it a little bit. Just a little bit? Yeah, Ginger's nodding. Here, let me pull yeah. up a, I'll pull up a Roseanne Barr video. We'll do a little uh, comparison here. Hmm. <laughs> Yay. Um, yeah, no, um, yeah, when I was comparing, I was like, no, that's not very nice. Like, even if you think it, don't tell me. Yeah. I'd rather sound like someone that has a really nice voice. Yeah, but- that's true, because she's kind of got that, you know, annoying kind of... Okay, well, let's do a little... I'm going compa- say no, I don't know. Okay, we've all heard uh, you speak here, so let's uh, hear from Roseanne. The top, you know, 
they're afraid that they'll drop from the bottom of the pyramid, maybe to the middle of the pyramid. But you know, they they they're the ones. Uh, Hollywood is the is the one that keeps all this power structure. Okay, and you again? Hello, everyone. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, you know what? It's there. You do sound like Roseanne Barr. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Alright, there's a new study that it's out, and it of course is uh men versus women. And when it comes to parking a vehicle, mm-hmm. who is better behind the wheel? Uh it, this is a debate that uh, pops up, I would say, like what? Pretty much all the time. Mm-hmm. But when this isn't when it comes to driving, this is when it comes to parking. Who do you think parks a vehicle better? Men dudes, dudes. or women? Dudes! You think it's dudes 100% all the way? 100% dudes. Ginge, men, you or Rach, who parks a vehicle better? Oh, me, like a billion times better? Can you go that high? <laughs> She's, she can't parallel park. She'll drive around and around until she can't. She until can't she parallel park? Yeah, until she finds spots she doesn't parallel. <sighs> I parallel parked the other day, remember? Yeah, you did, but I had to get out of the car to navigate. That's not you parallel parking. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I'm like, can't, and I had to go like this with my hands. I'm like, closer, The reason being closer. is because... You have a backup camera. <laughs> and, and it was going off. Like, it was like, you're about to hit this vehicle. So I made Crash get out because I don't believe the camera. <laughs> then just turn around. I did. I looked at I think I still got some inches here. You did get it. It was I did get nice it. and tight after. Yeah. But. Well, according to a new study, uh, on who's better at parking a vehicle? 56% of men show that they have strong parallel parking skills. Yeah. Versus 42% of women. Mm. So dudes can parallel park better than the chicks, Science. according to the study. For you ladies, that number, that first number was higher. So yeah. that's uh, men's better. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I don't mind parallel parking at all. The tighter, I don't better. mind it either. I <laughs> just hate, I hate parking is. your truck. Your truck parking. Oh parking yeah, trying to sucks. parallel park my truck. Hey, yeah, that's, that's easy. Would Rachel be able to parallel park the van? Uh, no, no, no. She couldn't do the van. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if I crash. Crash has a big truck. Yeah, I've never done. I've never, I've never ever been a truck guy. I don't know if I could do a truck. Oh really? Yeah, yeah you can. You can fit it in there. When I drive your truck, like if I'm I, a, I would never parallel park in it. You would probably like take out the old man sitting on a bench I at the bus would. stop, I'd just jump back the curb. straight over the curb. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever done a van? Uh, I've done a van, yeah. Oh. Dodge Caravan. Yeah, oh, I was excited. I could give you something new. You haven't tried Marcy? No, I've never driven a van. <gasps> You've never driven a van? No, I've never driven a van. What? I drove like an old VW, but never like a like a. <laughs> Like a family ginger yeah. you, you can't get pregnant just driving. Like <laughs> She's just terrified. Yeah, just, <laughs> are those car seats in the back? <laughs> I want to know from you guys, is there anybody willing to admit, guy or girl, that you are the worst parallel parker this city or this province has ever seen? Or even just a regular parking lot. Or even just a... Re- can you not park your vehicle? Call, call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, we're talking about this study uh, that's out that says that men are stronger parallel parkers than women. Uh, 56% of men have strong parallel parking skills compared to only 42% of women. Uh, the study also found a couple of things, including that women are more likely to text and drive mm-hmm. than men are. Women are also more likely to go on social media while driving. Yeah, I can see that. Than men are. Look at uh, the last little while. How many uh, chicks did we see on their phone? We saw someone literally compose a 
whole Instagram selfie. Oh, yeah, we watched it because we were up yeah. higher than her. Yeah. yeah. And she got the perfect photo, posted the message. You see her post with satisfaction, and then she dug out a big booger. Yeah, that was a, <laughs> that was a long red light. Yeah, if only yeah, you know what goes on after a hot selfie. Yeah. <laughs> They're you're right. Their nose. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, this text here says, hey guys, I got really good at parallel parking when our driveway, which really was a patch of grass, got too muddy for us to park in. Oh, no. So we had to park on the street. Yeah. And you became pro. You got to figure it out. Um, I feel dumb sometimes in a regular parking lot, like a Home Depot. I pull into the stall and I come in on an angle. I mess that up. I back up, pull back in. I'm over the line. And I do it like four times. Yeah, you do. I'm like, come on. And you look around because you know someone's got judgy eyes. It's a common conversation when Crash and I are together of me just to say, just put it at the back of the parking lot. Yeah, but it's so close. <laughs> so close. I can shave off five extra steps. No, but you can't angle your truck in. Yeah, it fits. Forward? Somewhat. Back. Yeah. Forward? back. Yeah, I'm in no rush. Is there room on your side? Just yeah. park it somewhere else. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. Everyone's saying you don't know how to park your truck because you're supposed to be backing it in. Oh, I love backing in. Yeah. But sometimes you're lazy. You just try slamming it in a spot. <laughs> Everyone's like, Crash, back your truck in quotes, into a parking stall. Majority style. of the time I back my truck in. Costco's perfect for that because yeah. you got a little bit of wider stall so you can get that back in in one shot. Yeah, Daryl right now who is on some stairs. Yeah. <laughs> he says that, uh, yeah, you should be backing your truck in. Backing in at Canadian Tire in the West End is uh, pro because that's a tight parking lot. That is lot. a tight parking yeah, spot. Yeah, so you got to yeah. back in all the time. Uh, Karen out in Beaumont says, hi guys, good morning. I'm going to be the first to admit that I'm the world's worst parker. Not just parallel parking, but any kind of parking. I just can't park. Thankfully, when I got my driver's license, I had a dirty old man who just assumed that I could parallel park because I was wearing a low-cut shirt. What? He didn't even make me do it. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) (laughs) I could parallel my finger between my boobies. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, pass. (laughs) License, please. Uh, Cheryl, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing really well. All right. So, how are you at parking? I I really suck at it. Really? I I can drive in a straight spot but if i have to parallel park i will drive around and around or park you know half a mile away no <laughs> seriously you won't you won't even really attempt to parallel park no you know um when my kids were smaller i tried to parallel park yeah and uh my son who would have been about seven he said you know mom you really suck at this <laughs> Shut up, <kid. laughs> so it's been about 10 years since i tried to parallel park yeah. really yeah, I get anxious and angry and, you know, so at everybody in a car. You don't just avoid it because you hit someone, you just can't do it and you don't want to attempt it? No, I've never hit anybody, never ran into anything. It just, I, I can't fathom how I'm supposed to back into this spot. What would you do if you parked on a side street, nobody was around you, you parked, did what you had to do, came back out, and you're boxed in? Like you got um, a car in the front and back of you, what are you going to do? I, I might sit and wait. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. <laughs> now you're going to be worrying anytime you park on yeah. an empty street. Getting <laughs> my hands sweat just thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> call, call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right. Think about the peeps in your household. Who's better at parking? At parking. Parallel parking in particular. Uh, Tiffany in the West End says, hey, guys, I'm taking away the message that everyone is bad at parallel parking. 56% of men, that's nothing to brag about. I'm a parallel parking chap, though. Mm. 
Uh, every time I try it, I nail it, even with an audience. Most people that I know, though, especially men, are terrible at parallel parking. I'm surprised there's no parallel parking competition. To see if you can just slam her in? Yeah, to get, like, the perfect park job against yeah. the curb. Someone gets out their tape measure, measures it up. I actually thought I, I'm, a, I'm a good parallel parker. Well, you, you don't think I am? No, you get really flustered and you end I up... I flustered. You back up and then if a car pulls up behind Mars when she's trying to parallel park... Oh, then I get mad. You panic or I don't know what's I happening. I yell because, like, give me some space here, pal. You can see I'm parallel parking. Yeah. Do you know what you're supposed to do if a car pulls up behind you? Yeah, lay on the horn and give him the finger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> you're being schooled on what yeah, to do when you're parallel parking okay. and someone shows up behind All you. All right, yeah, put on your hazards, wave them around. I see that. But a lot of people like your method. They- yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Double middle finger and lay on the horn. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, this text here says, my husband and I actually have parallel parking competitions. Oh, nice. In a Toyota Tundra. Mm-hmm. Our friends judged it, and guess what? I won. Mm-hmm. But I went way slower. That's from FedEx Jackie. Uh, FedEx Jackie also goes on to say that she drives a FedEx truck and she has to parallel park it downtown. Oh, yeah, I guess you would. Yeah. Don't you guys have designated spots, though, like delivery where you can just slam the vehicle in? You'd think, and then just run in? Yeah. Like, you actually have to parallel park it? Yeah, she's got to park it. Uh, This one here says, hey, guys, we constantly joke about my boyfriend parking by feel in regular parking spaces. Mm, Yeah. What do you mean by parking by feel? Like, like what I do. I'm like, yeah, I can wedge a truck in here. I'm like, oh, yeah. you pull it in. You got enough room? <laughs> Where were we? Uh, a couple weeks ago, we are at the IGA in Towfield. And remember that old woman? Oh, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. I, I pulled in the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, I do. And this old woman pulled up behind me sideways right across like yes. two parking stalls. And I'm like, who is this? And the woman, how she was what ninety? No, oh, yeah, she was an older like she woman. couldn't even bend, she couldn't even stand up straight, and no. she shuffles across the parking lot, just left the car. And she was like, two lanes. she was like four foot two. I'm like, how is she even <laughs> driving? Cold Crash and Mars, Cold Crash and Mars, four eight nine four six six nine. Join the conversation now, now, radio. And that's the show. We want to thank you again for listening, and remind you, you can listen over the air at one hundred two point three FM Monday to Friday, five thirty to ten AM, and you can check back here every weekday for a brand new podcast.